Baltimoreans is a member of the Baltimore Sports Report Network. Find, find more podcasts like this at BaltimoreSportsReport.com. You're listening to Baltimoreans. Baseball, things considered. My name is Sam Dingman. This is Alan Smith. Let's get stupid. Baltimoreans. And oh, how stupid we will get today, Baltimoreans. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your favorite day of the year. You've asked for it. And mine. <laughs> the Baltimoreans 2016 nickname audit coming in just under the wire. <laughs> <laughs> One quarter of the way through the season. <laughs> Which uh, I believe is legally uh, the last day that we are allowed to file the nicknames. <laughs> um, otherwise, the Internal Revenue Service gets upset. The, the INS, the uh, Internal Nickname <laughs> audit, audit Service? Yes. Yeah. yes. You don't want to mess with those guys. Which, no. if the Republicans had nominated Ted Cruz, would have ended up on the chopping block. Yeah, that was definitely one of the ones getting cut. But thankfully, they came to their senses. And no, let's not go down this road. <laughs> too soon, too soon. Well, Baltimoreans, um, we here uh, realize that you have not known what to shout in frustration at your television as Adam Jones swings at a slider low and away. We realize that you have not exactly known what to say when Ubaldo Jimenez once again just, just cocks up the first inning. So we're here today to put some official nicknames on every single man on the 25-man roster. Wait, did you have to remember if we've integrated women into the Major League Baseball? Because well, the answer is sadly no. Not yet. Not <laughs> can, I, can I just ask, is Adam Jones uh, swinging at a lot of uh, sliders down and away? Adam Jones... That is his kryptonite. I, I would say that that's, it's not, his struggles are not limited to that. No. Okay, because I was going to say, we can skip him and just call him David Wright, and then that's, <laughs> then that's, that's good. That's his nickname. <laughs> that, na- that voice you hear, Baltimoreans, is, of course, uh, the arbiter of justice, the... Um, damn it. I had another one. The sword of truth? The, uh, the, the, the unburnt... <laughs> right, right, right. No, no, no. The, uh, oh, well. It was going to be a thriller from Manila thing. It just didn't happen. I apologize. Well, how about this then? Mandatory minimums, three strikes and you're out. I'm bringing in the real deal legal system <laughs> proceedings this time. I know you might have thought that last year I was maybe a bit harsh, perhaps a bit uh, you know, too uh, stuffy under the collar. Well, my collar has gotten stuffier. <laughs> And you guys are not getting away with nearly the shenanigans and tomfoolery that you got away with last year. It should be noted that Nick Markovich is wearing an official judge's robe this year to uh, to follow through with his duties. Yes, now- we will we will take a picture of it and put it up with the episode posting on our website, which, for those of you who may have forgotten, is bemorons.com. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've forgotten, you could be forgiven. It's because there ain't been no episodes lately. <laughs> so there's not a whole lot of reason to go to our website other than to look for at this point, very old episodes. Mm. But that will all be changing now because we are sitting here recording this. I would like to say to you, Judge Judge Marco, um, I am pleased that you brought up drug sentencing laws <laughs> in your preamble. Uh, I didn't really. Because, uh, that was me trying to head you off before we go into a 40-minute rant on uh, you know, minority oppressive legal proceedings. But no, I'm kidding. sentencing? Ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I have, I have prepared exclusively... <laughs> Schedule one toxic level <laughs> nonsense for you. 
on the broadcast here this evening. Well, okay, real quick, and I wanted to get throw I'll, away the key. <laughs> I want if anyone has not listened You're to the, die in jail, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Bread and water? What? No, 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 no Geneva conventions here. So I wanted to bring this up before we start. Thank you, thank you, President Trump. <laughs> to kind of to kind of remind people. So uh, my my top rule as judge is one, and, and I I borrow this uh, from Judge Joe Brown, and, uh, and you guys both know that. <laughs> I take no guff, right. to which Sam Dingman likes to respond, well, that's unfortunate <laughs> because I prepare exclusively guff. <laughs> so that's where we're headed. And I would also like to say, too, uh, I went back and re-listened to last year's nickname audit. Hmm. And I'm not going to go into the specific nicknames because you guys will mention last year's nicknames. But I would like to quickly, just to set the flavor, some of my favorite reference points or sources for last year's nicknames. General Coos de la Rey. <laughs> the writings of Laura Ingalls Wilder. <laughs> Um, an old Monty Python sketch from 30 years ago. Um, Calvin and Hobbes. Um, I think that this ones I remember that set a particularly sure. nice flavor. Sure. So, Well, not to tip my hand too much, but in the words of Leonardo DiCaprio's character in Inception, we must go deeper. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. It's highly unorthodox, but... Uh, and to you, I'll Alan Smith, uh, I would like to issue the following good-natured challenge. <laughs> Are you guff enough? <laughs> <laughs> For what I'm about to bring to the goddamn table. Well, we seriously, ladies and gentlemen, if we could be serious for just one second. We live in an era uh, of, of and, and the, the, his, his honor and I were talking about this right before we went on air. We live in an era bereft of good nicknames. We are at a, a potentially all-time sports nadir of, uh, uh, of quality nicknamitude. You and just, in fact, you just stole one of my nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> all-time nadir? Yeah. That's uh, Jimenez. <laughs> uh, but, but even the nicknames that we do have are incredibly rote and incredibly boring. Uh, usually it's just like the gentleman's initials and the number upon which he plays or... In the Orioles' case, the person's last name chanted to a, you know, to a tune. Um, not a bad idea, but not in any way, shape, or form defining what a nickname is. So could we, for a second, Your Honor, get a sense of what you think makes a good nickname? I would love that. Sure. As defined by the internal nickname service rules and uh, bylaws. <laughs> of course. Of course. Chapter 17. <laughs> Subcoda 4. <laughs> Um, do you just want kind of me off off the top of my head to tell yeah. you what what's I think? A good, what's a good nickname? Well, again, I'll, I'll start with reaching back to last year's nickname audit. Uh, you know, things like the round mound of zone pound because mm. it rhymes. It's alliterative. I mean, wordplay. Wordplay is always going to get me. We're going to miss say, him. Alan Smith's finest work ever. <laughs> yeah. A, a good pun will yeah. almost always be guaranteed to win. Um, Alan Smith... Half stumbled, half plotted, but he realized, uh, you know, submarine references. <laughs> now, granted, that is oddly specific to me as a judge. So, um, so play, play to your audience. Play to your say. audience. Um, well, okay, so professional sports. Let me uh, answer your question with another question. Off the top of your heads, best nickname in baseball right now. Go. Ooh, that is a very good question. I think it's harder than you think. It's it hard. Is hard. To... It is hard. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of blanking on any good nicknames. Can so. I give you my favorite of all time? Shh, of course. As Greg Maddox, the professor. That's that's great. It's very good. It's great. Um, also, my... cross sport. Uh, there's currently a, a basketball player who also goes by the professor. Mm. Andre, Miller. Is... Andre Miller. Andre Miller. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he also uh, is from Lord of the Rings <laughs> as well. You would 
Uh, for our listeners' sake, uh, before the microphones were switched on, I was receiving a bit of, I think, good-natured ribbing <laughs> from my two companions here this evening uh, to the extent of, hey, Sam, I'm going to say a name. Is it a Lord of the Rings character or an NBA basketball player? America's new favorite game, Tolkien character or NBA player? <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout out to Alan Smith who came up with the brilliant uh, mind stumper of Draymond the Green. <laughs> <laughs> Could go either way. Right. Could go either way. Um, now, uh, I'll say my team um, has some nicknames. Uh, my team is very big on these superhero nicknames. We have a pitcher sure. named Thor, mm-hmm. uh, which is fun because he looks like he, Thor-esque. Yeah, he's Viking. Thor-esque. Uh, also have the Dark Knight over there. We have the Dark Knight, which was fun, and then he became terrible. <laughs> so the nickname is, is either now used in jest or mockery. Oh, so that's the downside. You don't like nicknames. when those nicknames switch over. No, no, it's not good. Um, so those are okay. Um, David Wright, Captain America. Captain right? America. Yeah, uh, he's true. also terrible at baseball now, mm. uh, which I hate, sure. uh, breaks my heart to say. Sure. Um, so those are good, um, but in the current landscape, it's 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 it's, it's dire. I was going to come up with Thor. I think that that's one of the only ones where it, it, it it's a nice combination of visual appeal, mm-hmm. uh, overpowering ability, and uh, something you can really yell at the screen. Which yeah, is when, kind he, of a when nice he pitches on Thursday, it can be Thor's Day, and Mets fans get very <laughs> excited for very Thor's nice. Day. Ooh. Very nice. Uh, I can tell you the the worst, and this goes. You guys are probably. I'm curious if you've experienced this because my team does this, and I and it, actually at work this happens. People whose last name is Campbell stop calling them Soupy or Soup. <laughs> yeah. That is the most unoriginal. I work with a guy named Pete Campbell. Everyone calls him Soup, and I'm like, we're better than this. Are you we're telling me you work with a guy named Pete Campbell? Oh. And nobody goes Mad Men? No. Everybody goes Soup? Wow. No. Uh, well, he's he's worked the plan for like 30 years, so I'm sure this nickname way predates Mad Men. He was, like, he was Pete Campbell before Pete Correct. Campbell was Pete Campbell. <laughs> sure, he had the sideburns and the greasy hair and everything. Has, oh, has he stooped his neighbor recently? Spoiler alert, too late. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, unknown, uh, but it just drives, it just drives me nuts <laughs> Un- that they unknown. call him Soupy. Um, that's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. It, that is neither a good nickname nor fun to say. No. And it's like, because Campbell's is a prominent company, it, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's the worst. No, it's no good. It's the worst. Well, that is exactly the kind of subpar nicknamery. Guff, I would call it. That <laughs> you are not going to hear. Yes. Right now, ladies and gentlemen. It's true. Because we're about to begin... Your 2016 Baltimore Orioles nickname audit. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, each and every year for you, our valued and adoring public, we go through the entire current, as of the time we are broadcasting Orioles 25-man roster, and give you artisanally crafted nicknames. (laughs) Organic, GMO-free. Indeed. Small batch. Again, as is required by the INS. Yes. Uh, nicknames for each of those men, and we are going to begin with... Can I, wait, can I say, do you guys really use these nicknames? Because I listen to all the episodes, I don't feel like you're using the nicknames. Well, I was, the hmm. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this. To me, one of the values of the nickname audit is that we usually get, I would say two to five usable nicknames out of it over the course of a year. Right. Like um, the, the the round amount of Zone Pound is the only way that I referenced Tommy Hunter for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I feel similarly about Beans yeah. for um, Gonzo. Bud Norris. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I felt like something about Beans just really <laughs> encapsulated 
that man and his, his terrible, terrible pitching. <laughs> um, so the goal, the goal is not uh, 100% success. The goal is to, you know, find a couple of oysters, excuse me, to find a couple of pearls mm. in the, the, the 50 oysters we are about to serve you. I will say, though, that uh, occasionally the longer nicknames, of which we have occasionally stumbled, Sam and I, uh, do play better on Twitter than they do in sort of a play-by-play moment. <laughs> okay. All right, that's fair. Can I just offer up a quick warm-up to get the juices <clears throat> flowing, like a stretch thing? Please, please. Okay. So listening to the episodes, I noticed, um, and I'm sorry if this is hurtful, that a lot of uh, airtime is spent on a certain player who doesn't play for the Orioles anymore. So uh, I've decided that maybe Jake Arietta should be Toga or the one who got away. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Let's just warm it up. Let's just loosen it up so we don't yeah. stretch uh, that's name, good. Is uh, that's good. a, a hammy. That's is it also good. because he's he's pitching like a Greek god? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think we're ready, man. We're yep, cooking. That's it. That's we're it. in. Let's so go. So far, I'm good at justifying <laughs> Judge Marco's nicknames. <laughs> Smith, I thought we could begin with the pitching staff. Great. Are you comfortable with that? I'm, I'm ready. Put me in, coach. <laughs> ready, begin... Brad Brock. Can you smell what the Brock is cooking? Oh, my God. Very strong out of the gate, Smith. Mm. Uh, I went with Voltaire. <laughs> Great. This really Great. establishes, this Great. is a good way up top to establish yep. the dynamic we have yep. here. Yep, this okay. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Would you like to uh, expand, expound on Voltaire? Certainly. Brock is the name of a candy company. Well, Brock's, technically. <laughs> God, I love this episode so much. Candy. I, I actually submitted Candyman for Brock uh, in the first ever Baltimoreans nickname audit, but sure. I have made a solemn pledge to not repeat myself tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started, you know, just just um, freestyling off the top of the dome about uh, what I associated with candy. Thought of Candide, and uh, then I thought about how Brad Brock has been given a very limited but very important role to play in the Orioles bullpen. And he has decided that he will cultivate that garden and make it flourish. Okay. Voltaire. Um, wow. Sam. Also, the Masson broadcasters love to call him the vulture <laughs> because he often cannibalizes uh, pitcher wins. Oh. Other pitchers who perhaps deserved them more. However, as we all know, pitcher wins are not a thing. <laughs> So it's a reference sure. to the vulture nickname, but sure. uh, not, you know, not too on the nose. One thing you can say about my nicknames, I would say, <laughs> never on the nose. <laughs> All right, well, let me ask you this, and I want you to be honest. Sam, what do you think of this as your first nickname? I'm not. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> if you know your role and shut your mouth, you'd realize if you smell la, 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 what the Brock is cooking. <laughs> know your audience. <laughs> Oh, yeah, wrestling nicknames. <laughs> do, yeah, do that, too. Not strong out of the gate for Sam Dingman. <laughs> Not strong that out of the gate. That was a body slam, turnbuckle, top rope, <laughs> leg drop all in one. It really was. It really was. <sighs> Thank all you right. for allowing me to do that, though, Alan. Thank you for that. Yep, 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 yep. Moving along, we're, we're going in something resembling alphabetical order. <laughs> Zach Britton. Uh, why don't you... Uh... Go, go first out the gate here. Certainly. I will begin. Torpedo. Are, are you going to mention what their name was last year? Oh. Uh, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not here to talk about the past. <laughs> <laughs> Much like don't Rafael Palmero. Okay. <laughs> was, it, was that Palmero or Maguire? I think it was, uh, Maguire. was Maguire. Yeah. Palmero was the finger wagging in the I have never used steroids except all those times I used steroids. Yes. That last mm-hmm. part was injected by me. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Injected. <laughs> Fun fact, Albert Pujols' next home run will move him past Rafael Palmero on the all-time list. Oh, not fun, but true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, torpedo is my submission for Zach Britton. And, and would you like to unpack that? I mean, the only reason I didn't unpack a little more can you smell what the Brock is cooking is because it doesn't stand up to anything after you poke it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> That's just a phrase. That's yeah, a but phrase. The, the yelling joy is <laughs> off the charts. Yeah. You know? Yep. Okay. Yeah, the... I stand down. I stand down. <laughs> uh, torpedo. Yeah. For Zach Britton. Uh, where to begin with the brilliance of this? Man throws sinkers. <laughs> yes. Uh, what reliably sinks vessels of otherwise unassailable strength. Oh, play into my submarine pass. <laughs> I look where this is going. Torpedoes, that's yep, what. Yep, yep, yep. That, that's, that's pretty much. Okay. All right, well, I went with Sunset. Um, obviously, the clear closer reference and the ending of the game and mm. the, the, mm. the hopefully the uh, quick and, and, and painless release into the nighttime of, of the end uh, of the opponent's chances, but also because, of course, we all know the sun never set on the British Empire. Damn it. Oh, yeah. Nice. Damn it. This is, a, a, this is good. This is a well-contested close round after the Scorpion Deathlock submission <laughs> that was round one. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> a, a torpedo. Got to go torpedo. All right. All Very right. nice. Very right. nice. I'm on the board. Yep. Uh, I, I, I actually do think I remember last year's, which was just lay back and think of Britain. Mm. Yes. Yep. Which I also like. Yeah. Well, can I As say... As a good propaganda reference. My favorite that we've ever... Uh, come up with for Zach Britton is Queen Bee. Mm, that's good. And I, I'd like to, to suggest to the fans subtly that they ignore the ones we've submitted this year and <laughs> go back to Queen Bee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's strike one in the three strikes category. It's a, it's a little undercutty of the judge. On yeah. Part. yeah. All right. Next up, Dylan Bundy. Uh, clearly, his new nickname should be, at least until his status changes, Blowing in the wind. Um, not only is that a clear Dylan <laughs> yeah, reference, nice. but uh, he also is in a very tricky place where we don't really know what he's good for, except for occasional mop-up duty and long relief, despite him being ostensibly the savior of the Orioles franchise and greatest thing since sliced bread. Joy. <laughs> because he's a bundle of joy. You can just ring the bell and give it to Alan uh, on this uh, one. Guff has made its first appearance (laughs) in the courtroom. I'm just going to say, all I could think about was, was the Bundy Ranch. And oh. I did not want to honor you that don't, nonsense. Don't want, don't want to get that in there, no. With a 2016 Baltimore Orioles nickname, because as we know, that's a bright media spotlight <laughs> to shine sure. on something. So, uh, but but you know, it, it is with a somewhat heavy heart that I uh, go with "Blowing in the Wind." Uh, great Dylan reference. Uh, it saddens me though. Um, what happened? What, does he still have his stuff? Isn't he like 21 still? Yeah. He, well, d- d- double. He's been shut down for the last two years. Ugh. Can't seem to stay healthy. He is yeah. now pitching regularly, um, but and he made it three innings recently and oh, lived. Nice. Um, but you know, he he could still be something. But he's definitely being used right now. I mean, like Dylan Bundy is the most often warming in the bullpen. He's sure. getting jerked around a lot. He is quite literally blowing in the wind. Unfortunately. Okay. All right. Next up. In the hit parade, Kevin Gosman. Uh, oh, right. A- after right. you, sir. That's me. That's me. 
Um, for Kevin Gosman, I submit unto you Montana. Okay. Yeah. Why do you always think you don't need to explain these? You always pause like they're self like obvious, and it's I like see okay, how, I want to see. I want to see how they land. All right. Uh, not well is what I'm getting from this one. Montana. Gosman almost rhymes with Bozeman. Sure. Which is a town in Montana. So that's how I got to Montana. Then, who is the sexy, unattainable, delicious narrative centerpiece of the book Slaughterhouse-Five? Montana Wild Hack. That's now, true. what does Kevin Cosman's change-up cause batters to do? Ooh, very nice. Wild hacks. Hack wildly. <laughs> who represents our sexiest rotation option, Mr. Kevin Gosman? Hmm. Hmm. Montana. Well, unfortunately, I really didn't come up with anything I liked better than Donuts, which has continues to be my favorite nickname of that I actually regularly use. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, the Durantula, which is just taking another entirely different route here. Um, Kevin Gossman initials, of course, KG. KG, someone who I have always thought of as a sort of prototypical basketball player, but then of course. Kevin Durant, KD, uh, whose nickname is the Durantula, uh, has recently come over and taken on the KG role. Um, so it didn't, it didn't, it didn't really, it didn't really relevant. I'm gonna go with donuts. <laughs> this is interesting. This is, I think, the first time I can recall. Somehow you managed to snatch victory out of <laughs> Bozeman rhymes with Gosman, which when you said that, I was like, as long as Alan Smith oh. doesn't smear poop into the mic, he's going to win this round. Yeah, wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> However, you somehow circled back with good logic. Yeah, and then and I smeared poop in the mic. And you essentially smeared poop in the mic. Uh, Montana. All Boom. Right. All right. I Boom. think Wild Hack might actually be a pretty good nickname for Kevin Gosman. Uh, yeah, that, that's true. That's true. But again, a little on the nose. All right. A little, a little on, the, on nose. the nose. Okay. You know, I like to, I like to be, uh, you know, like work the corners. Mm-hmm. Kind of like mm-hmm. Kevin Gosman at his best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Michael Givens. Oh, Michael he's Givens. new. Mm-hmm. We didn't do him last year. Mm-hmm. We did he not. He is new. He is right. new. This is a uh, 2009 draft pick by the Baltimore Orioles. Originally drafted to play a shortstop uh, where he was unable to hit the ball well enough to make it out of the low A's. And then they reconverted him to a relief pitcher, and now he throws 98. I, I already know his nickname. With sort of like a three-quarters motion. Okay. It's pretty impressive. So I'm actually going to submit my first of two uh, team nicknames. As Givens is the anchor of this team, I'm going with Job. G-O-B, rest of development reference, of course, but also Givens O'Day Britain 789 in the Baltimore's order. So I'm going to go with Job as my Givens reference to begin what I hope is a, a, a magical illusion of late-inning pitching. That is astonishingly good. <laughs> Hat tip Charlie Hoppus. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> of Orioles Spastics, the podcast about Arrested Development in the Baltimore Orioles. Man, that's very good. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, not frequently... But sometimes, Michael Givens whirls to watch the ball sail into the outfield, (laughs) and it's like you can almost hear him saying, I've made a terrible mistake. (laughs) All right. And you, Dingman. Wide eyes. But get this, wide is spelled Y-D-E. 
because Michael, you probably don't know this, Judge Marco, is spelled M-Y-C-H-A-L. Don't ask me why. So why wide eyes? Because <laughs> this is the thing. The first thing you notice about Michael Givens when you watch him pitch is the devastating delivery uh, that he uh, deploys, which leads to a lot of deception on the part of the batters. He turns almost... Uh, almost turns his back to home plate, then turns back towards home plate and slings it, as Alan said, at a kind of three-quarters angle towards home plate. Got a nice break on the slider. It's great. That's the first thing you notice. The second thing you notice is how intently he stares in at the catcher with these round, white diner plate eyes that are so open and full of wonder and delight (laughs) and steel focus. I think it's inspiring, and also, you don't really know what he's thinking when he does it. There's a bit of a variable to it, so there's an algebra reference here. I know you're a man of logic. Uh, Y being a popular variable in algebra for our younger listeners. (laughs) A popular variable. I would say the second most popular variable. Indeed. Do... uh... Do either of you guys remember from last year what I said repeatedly was like the easiest way to win a nickname thing for me? The number one thing I was looking for? Uh, 1990s. Uh, <laughs> Michael Givens, I said, and I'm running this show. Bell, Biv, DeVoe. That guy is Poison. Oh. His nickname's Poison. That's, poison. that's right. Can that's we right. Spell- Michael Givens, Michael Bivens. Can that's, we spell it with a Y? Yeah. P-O-Y. <laughs> and he can be poison <laughs> of the hitters or poison of the fans. I think it can go either way. Poison. Mm. Michael Givens. Michael Biv. Biv. Bell Biv. Yep. No, no. That's, that, that, that's right. That's correct. Oh, and right, 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 right. Uh, uh, early 90s hip-hop references. Yeah. yeah. That is the way oh, to totally. judge Marco's heart. Correct. Yep. I'm yep. just going to make a couple changes. <laughs> <to my list. laughs> uh, Ice Cube. <laughs> uh, now, a gentleman who has already been referenced several times in the broadcast Ubaldo Jimenez. This guy's still in the league. This is my first uh, audio entry of the afternoon. (laughs) Oh, we have audio entries this year. This is, of course, the first Prince Memorial entry of the afternoon, uh, When Orioles Cry. (laughs) Or walk. (laughs) Or walk. Because he walks a lot of guys. A lot of people. (laughs) I would say, uh, believe up to like like four per nine now. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You're up against it, pal. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, um... Well, uh, <laughs> I'm going to die on this hill. <laughs> Guys like Italian food? <laughs> of course sure. you do. Sure. Of course you do. And that means, obviously, that you periodically find yourself twirling a bit of pasta onto your fork, and that pasta is, is a wash in a clam sauce. Now... I Most of I don't the think time, that's usually the truth. For also, sure I prefer marinara to clam sauce. I don't really. Well, but here's maybe why you avoid the <laughs> clam sauce, because clam sauce 
when done right, peerless. Uh-huh. It is it's it's light, but it's also oily. It's got that nice protein kick, but it doesn't it doesn't overpower the pasta. There's that butter note, that that pinch of of the salt that you get from its oceanic origins. It's just incredibly nuanced and 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 delectable. Most of the time though, it is a culinary disaster. <laughs> Too much butter, too much oil, overwhelming the attempts of the otherwise solid meal to delight your palate. Sound like a picture you know? <laughs> so was your it Baldo Hinemes? Was it was it clam sauce or was it yeah, like where Italian did the food? Nickname come into this? You started with the setup of and then you explained it. You never give us a nickname. Clams. All right. Okay. Also, no, I, I like it when no, you hit nibbles around the edges too much. It doesn't doesn't. Uh... Well, my thing is uh, when it's good, it's the most delicious thing ever. But most of the time, but it hasn't it's, been it's good disgusting. in seven years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got it. <laughs> but it hasn't been. But it hasn't been good since it was uh, uh, pitching for the Colorado Rockies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were really up against it, my friend. This was in, in courtroom speak. Uh, Alan brought in the alibi, or the motive, the the bloody evidence, <laughs> and basically a taped confession. You really tried to fight your way out of it, and I respect that, but there was just too much going against you. So the answer is, uh, what was it? <laughs> when Orioles cry. When, oh, yeah, Prince <laughs> reference, wordplay. It, it, yeah. it comes out into walk. <laughs> when Orioles cry. All right. All right. All right. About halfway through the uh, battery here. How are we, how are we all feeling? Oh, feeling I'm good. good? I'm yeah. good. I'm getting into it here. Full, drunk on power, <laughs> as always. Uh, next up is Brian Mattis. Brian Mattis. Do I do I go first on this one? Up to you. All right. Uh, Flattis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Describes his breaking ball. <laughs> the uh, and uh, the 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 plane of movement of his breaking ball. Uh, my heart beat whenever I was he waiting for a heart enters beat the game. Reference, yeah. Also, it just it nods at the idea of flatulence without really going there. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, uh, I struggled with Brian Mattis because I struggled to think about him without crying. Um, <laughs> and but I ended can I just up with, say it's tough to beat Mattis faction? Mattis faction is good because we were never satisfied <laughs> and <laughs> no, continued we to be unsatisfied. But uh, in the effort to go somewhere new this year, uh, I went with way to plant Brian. Of course, a reference to the lovely Arrested Development, again, uh, the Anne character, Bland, uh, and the best thing that George Michael can ever say about Anne in her sporting attempts is, way to plant, Anne. (laughs) Way to plant. Uh, You guys actually might not know this about me, but I I didn't really watch Arrested Development. (laughs) What? I'm yeah. having fun. <laughs> I'm the judge. Um, but you know what? I am a big fan of Guar, and Sam accidentally threw in a Guar reference uh, for Flatus Maximus, one of the members of Guar. Yes. Uh, Lucking into uh, it. So, Flatus. That's called, Accident- that's called backing into the win. <laughs> Accidentally. <laughs> that's cute. Okay, next up we'll play Guar member or uh, Dothraki. <laughs> See how you do with that game. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, Okay. Darren O'Day. Yes, sir. 
Uh, another one that I struggle with. Um, I mean, he is, of course, a member of Job. True. Um, and that might be where I should stop because the rest of my nickname isn't very good. Um, but I really do uh, – I, I, I like the D-Day reference. I like where that takes me theoretically. Um, and I sort of monkeyed around a little bit in the Second World War for a while. <laughs> Went down some Wikipedia rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> And ended up with Charles de Gaulle. (laughs) Uh, Logically, I think. Um, Not for a bunch of good reasons past the Wikipedia rabbit hole, but uh, he, I believe, like Darren O'Day, uh, was a little bit crazy and had a certain disregard for his own physical body that I I think is at least a little bit in sync. Dingman? All right. All right. Sprinkles. Sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, O'Day. Well, I should say this is another one where I feel like past work was a little bit superior. Bananas is, bananas is good. the name that I've submitted in the past for Darren O'Day. I remember it was Bananas and then it was, uh, well, Deo. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. wasn't it The Hunt for Relevant October? <laughs> yes. That was last year? Yep. Yeah. Solid. Yep. All those very strong. Yep. Here's why I went with Sprinkles this year. Uh, O'Day uh, is evocative to me of Old Bay, the the uh, the legendary spice that i believe is manufactured in baltimore um you're gonna you're gonna just sprinkle a Mm. little bit of old bay on your food and it's gonna transform it darren o'day the master of adding a little bit subtracting a little bit to the baseball causing it to move in subtle and surprising (laughs) ways that (laughs) on their face don't look like they'd be effective (laughs) but the second you put it in your mouth you know that it's the most delicious thing you're going to have that O'Day. That, was, that last part was unnecessary. I'm sorry. Uh, also, sprinklers, uh, or there's a type of sprinkler that you plant in your lawn, and it rotates from side to side. Darren O'Day, of course, a sidearm pitcher. So there's a nice <laughs> little bit of relevance there. Sure, sure. Um, so sprinkles. Mm. You say that little bit of wordplay was unnecessary. I say it won you the round. <laughs> yes. Sprinkles. Yes. Plus your weirdly sexy and evocative body language when you were talking about adding dashes of spice. It was very, mm. very, very erotic. I'm sorry you all had to miss that <laughs> out there in listener land. My uh, judge robe's fitting a little tighter these days. <laughs> Hootenanny Studios, <laughs> a.k.a. The Bone Zone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Chris Tillman. <clears throat> I'll begin. Mm. Champagne. Oh. How did I get there? But is he elite? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like the early inoculation of this. Well done, Alan. <laughs> Cutting the legs out. Ugh, yeah, I'm having trouble walking. <laughs> uh, you say Chris Tillman's name fast, you get the word crystal. What do you drink out of crystals? Champagne. Sure. What do you say... When Chris also, Tillman... Crystal. Crystal, exactly. What do you say when Chris Tillman guts his way through yet another hideous but effective <laughs> seven and a third inning performance? Chicken Cheers. tandoori. Well, <laughs> yes. That's a deep cut reference to our most recent episode. <laughs> Which has been gaining traction on Twitter, I would like to say. Indeed, indeed. I, I, I got the reference. I listened. Yeah. Sure. Uh... Another thing you might say is, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Chris Tillman. Cheers, Chris Tillman. All right. The champagne 
of number three starters. Who are who are pressed? Oh, yeah. I like it. I you were like you were you were flailing until that last. I like thing. it much That's more nice. as that complete thought. Yeah, it's like it's like what starters. Miller calling itself the champagne of beers. Exactly. Now exactly. I now I'm kind of with you. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna go with. Um, a la recherche de temps perdu. Oh my god. Which is of course the French translation of or the original title of In Search of Lost Time, the nineteen thirteen Marcel Proust <laughs> classic. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, drink uh, Alan Smith Proust <laughs> reference. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Sorry, college kids. <laughs> so it is of course in search of lost time that uh Chris Tillman has been for the last year and a half as he attempts <laughs> through some magic miracle to get back to his 2014 uh 2014 form he has been uh floundering for a long time but recently i believe has found the madeleine dipped it in the correct tea and has tasted or somehow remembered what his arm motion should have been all along. And only by transported through some magic of sense memory has he begun to regain the Chris Tillman form that makes him, if not elite, certainly, certainly one of the better pitchers in the American League East. <laughs> We're not even out of the pitchers. The announcement has gone French twice. Oh, you know I love weird, obscure things. Uh, Sam, you made a good comeback at the end, but there was just so much delightful weirdness that uh, I'm going with uh, the French thing. <laughs> I can't even say it. The temps I will also point out that uh, Chris Tillman's velocity on the fastball has been mm-hmm. up this year, so let's hope that T... Is not laced with <laughs> stanozol. <laughs> nice. All right. Should we go on to Tyler Wilson? Tyler Wilson, Wilson. another new guy. Yay, mm-hmm. new guy. Bell for the new guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Um, well, I went on Twitter with the lying in bed reference, and I think that that might play to Nick Markovich. Again. Oh, it does. But I'm 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 laying it down. I'm laying it down because at Purple Phenom on Twitter mentioned that Tyler Wilson is always. Uh, talked about in the same breath as Mike Wright. Um, Mike Wright, of course, is the other new guy who is sort of the the pitcher that that they are sort of interchangeable. Both of them have options, so they're kind of mixed together in our understanding of them. Both are pretty decent pitchers. But so I'm going to do my second team name of the event, which is what happens when I think of Wilson Wright. I immediately think of Chartered Accountants. So I'm going to go with Wilson Wright, LLP, Chartered Accountancy. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it, that's really good. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to go with Spike. <laughs> because Wilson was the name of Tom Hanks's only friend in Castaway. <laughs> that friend was a volleyball. Sure. Spike, volleyball reference. But also, Tyler Wilson, thus far, has provided a way for the Orioles to... Uh, unexpectedly spike an opposing team with surprisingly competent starting pitching. (laughs) Did not see that coming. Also, he has very sharply defined, one might even argue, spiky sideburns. And sort of generally elfin features. Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed that the bare naked ladies (laughs) went by the wayside. Um, but I like the LLP accountants, so we're going to go team nickname, uh, Wright and Wilson and Wright or Wright and Wilson? Uh, Wilson Wright LLP. Alphabetically. There it is. Wilson Wright LLP. <laughs> Limited liability pitchers. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Vance Worley. Mm. 
Oh, well, this guy. He's still there's around? A, there's a lot there. I mean, you know, you know how old Vance Worley is? I, I get the feeling he's younger than I think, but yeah. he's just been around. He's a Philly. I yeah, remember him in the East for a while. He's very young. I believe he's 26 still. So that's crazy. I know he's been pitching for like six years. Okay. It's crazy. So there's a lot of very obvious things. You can go with the Vanimal. You can go with Vanamaniacs. I think that's too easy. So I'm going to go with the... Uh, annual award given out once per year Excuse to Excuse me, the Vanual Award. <laughs> the Vanual Award <laughs> given out once per year uh, to the um, current Kevin Gregg Memorial Rex Specs holder. That's my that's my nickname for him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? The current Kevin Gregg Memorial Rex Specs holder. <laughs> All right. Oh, Yell- yellability might not be... <laughs> As high as we'd like, but okay. Okay, all right. There is a lot. Uh, Kevin Gregg is, of course, uh, you have no reason to know this because he's pre, I believe, our podcast, but he was a very bad Orioles reliever, uh, ostensibly our closer for a period of time. Pretty much the only thing he ever did useful was go belly to belly with Big Poppy for a second, but he was terrible. But he rocked some very nice rec specs with the orange band, uh, the, the plastic orange color, which, of course, Vince Worley has picked up mm. upon his arrival. Seems to color coordinate his rec specs with the team he plays on. Cool. Here's a hot take no. for you. <laughs> Baltimoreans presaged the Greek budget crisis. Oh, yes. That's right. Because we talked about Kevin Gregg's uh, uh, designation for assignment from the Baltimore Orioles in 2012. Oh, yes, we did. And we called it the Gregsit. Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> Last summer, everybody's in the media talking about the Gregsit. It's true. As in Greece's exit potential from exit Euro. from the European <laughs> Union. You heard it here first. <laughs> Not, I was going to say you heard it here first, America. Fuck that. You heard it here first. The world. All the countries. <laughs> Gregsit. Now, my nickname for... Oh, I thought that was the explanation. I was like, is this going to tie into the nickname for Vance Worley? No. My nickname for Vance Worley, Bus. (laughs) What are Vance Worley's initials? VW. Oh, very nice. What does a bus do? Carries people? It takes its large (laughs) size, and instead of overwhelming you, it cruises along at a safe speed. Oh. Effectively transporting large numbers of people from one place to the other with efficiency and some air pollution. (laughs) (laughs) Much like Vance Wortley does with one out in the top of the fourth to the bottom of the seventh when Ubaldo Jimenez... Is the air pollution the balls that are occasionally flying out of Royals Park at the end of the yard? Yes. But he keeps you in the game. Okay. Okay. This may be one of your greatest stay with me explanations, which are the ones where you're like, you know how a butt... I think this may be one of your best. Uh, the answer is bus. Right. Shoutability right. shout factor, very high. I yeah. Think. Bus. True. Sure. NVW. Solid. Mm. Mike Wright. Mike uh, Wright. We already know where Alan Smith stands already, on this one. I've already, I've already mm-hmm. put my mm-hmm. submission in. Yep. Slappy. <laughs> Mike Wright, uh, you would not know this, uh, Judge Marco, uh, which is understandable, but Mike Wright is a very emotional pitcher. And when he's out there on the mound, he's not getting the pitches called he wants called, when his defense maybe lets him down, when somebody uh, 
beats the shift and gets a single when he feels like he's otherwise made a very good pitch, gets very emotional, starts pounding his hand into the glove, slapping it. Also, many of his offerings are slapped about the yard. (laughs) (laughs) Also, he's mostly ineffective. (laughs) (laughs) Like a slap. Like a slap. Yeah. Close your fist. Mike Wright. So am I choosing, bet- or is there just one submission for Mike Wright? I think it might be just one submission. I'm not sure I can, I can re-enter Ooh, a team. <laughs> victory by forfeit. No, I'm going to go with Alan on it. No. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to go. I like Sloppy, too, because uh, uh, fact about the judge, I work with a guy whose name is Mike Wright. So mm. I was hoping you would come up with a name that I can co-opt and call yeah. my employee, my friend, Mike Wright. You uh, can call him Slappy, Slappy if you want sure, to. I'll call him Slappy. <laughs> and then he'll be like, what's the deal with that? And I'll be like, listen to episode 100 of Baltimore on Slappy. All right. All right. Would that complete the pitchers? No, we have no. well, we have one guy working his way back. Should we should we mention him? Ah, uh, yes, we we have uh, we have one guy getting in on a technicality. Mm. Giovanni Gallardo. Oh mm. yeah, yeah. Okay, what'd you come up with? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Our first guttural <laughs> non-word. Exciting. Yeah. Can you do have... it? Can you do it again, please? <laughs> <laughs> I have strong feelings about that, but I can't reveal them yet. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My submission is yogurt, because that appears to be what his elbow is made out of. <laughs> and, this is the uh, guy we signed purely because we were guaranteed he was going to pitch 200 innings. Is it his elbow or his shoulder? Not because he could actually throw well, not because he was going to keep, gonna keep us in games and pitch 200 yeah. innings. Yeah. His, nope. right arm, his right arm appears to be made out of yogurt. <laughs> mm. And Giovanni is kind of like Chobani. Oh. <laughs> oh, by the way, have you heard the, uh, the, the recent Chobani news? He, 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 uh, no, and I, I've been keeping up. <laughs> I've got my Google alert set. I, I, I am usually up to the minute in yogurt news. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I believe that the Chibani guy just gave a quarter of his company to oh, yeah. his workers. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Really? Yeah. Rocketing Chibani up the Alan Smith likely to purchase yogurt skills. Yeah, seems like a good solid dude. Yeah. Also, Chibani, I believe, a Greek yogurt. Yep. Which means that's two References uh, to Greece on the program so and far. And two to France. Uh, also, that Chobani founder at this point, his average fastball velocity is might possibly be higher than the rapidly sinking uh, 82 miles an hour that Gallardo throws. Yeah, it's not good. Um, I like them both. Can we maybe uh, insert a guttural sound into yogurt? <laughs> yes, we can. I like that. We can. Okay. Judges don't often... Foster compromise. <laughs> well, it's a it's a brave new world, Smith or uh, Sam. But I, I'm ha- I'm I'm. It's fine with me if you mistake me for my esteemed colleague. Look, you're all scumbags in the eyes of the law. Yes. <laughs> you're all gonna end up in the pokey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, shall we dally all into the catchers? Indeed, Caleb Joseph, uh, Leon, which is of course a reference to Leon Trotsky. Which is, of course, a reference to Caleb Joseph's last name, but he's not really living up to Joseph this year, so we've demoted him to Leon. Rewind it for me. <laughs> how is how is Leon Trotsky mm-hmm. a reference to the last name Joseph? Uh, Joseph Stalin, which is, of course, the higher ranking of the Russian <laughs> insane people from that period of time. <laughs> but he's not living up to Joseph, so I'm demoting him one rank, Woo! which is, of course, Leon. Woo! The old, the old Wait, Alan Smith geopolitical curveball. <laughs> who, who is Le- Leon Trotsky? Oh, so is Leo. Is that short for Leon? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. My goodness. 
Uh, banjo. All right. I was trying to do something with jo- the Joe and Joseph. Sure. Uh, this another situation where a dream coat is the best thing we ever came up with yeah, for Caleb Joseph. Uh, I don't think I have to explain that to anybody. <laughs> um, however, uh, banjo to me gives a nice nod to the Joe in his last name, but also captures the essence of the Caleb Joseph story. <laughs> oh, here we go. Another. Hear me out. Follow me. Follow me now. A marginally talented young man <laughs> tasked with playing baseball's most difficult and demanding position. Never quite reaching an elite level of performance. No. Or to go with the music metaphor, tunefulness. <laughs> but there's something about it that pulls at your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a nice simple little melody played on the banjo. Sometimes that's all you need. Just like sometimes all you need is for Caleb Joseph to squat down behind home plate, <laughs> put the right fingers down. And, and catch Ubaldo Jimenez's <laughs> awful breaking balls in the dirt. Well, yep. that, I- ideally it's not Ubaldo Jimenez on the mound ever, but <laughs> <laughs> sure. Banjo. Banjo. Uh, c- can we keep Dreamcoat? Yeah. yeah we, we, <laughs> we, that's probably, probably do we, that. we should probably do that. <laughs> Whew, got through that one. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Weeders, Matt Weeders. Oh, right. this is always fun every year. This is tough. This is it's getting tougher every year yeah. because we also have the no repeat clause, which is making all of our previous work. This is a combination of a lot of years, but also a lot of emotional investment and a, a lot, lot of highs and lows. This, lot of I, don't, I don't look forward to this. I yeah. would say the theme of the episode so far is listen to the nickname episodes from previous years <laughs> for better <laughs> submissions. <laughs> Spaceman Spiff. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call foul on that. <laughs> no, no, Highly no, no. unorthodox. I'll allow it. <laughs> Hear me out here. Because um, I was looking at the fact that, to me, Matt Wieters has always been the, the hero of Baltimore. He's going to be the one to save us. He was the highly touted prospect, and he was always very close to breaking out. But it turns out he's not really a superhero. He's not really, in fact a Superman at all, the best we can get out of Matt Wieters is a fairly competent Clark Kent. Decent dude, works hard, etc. But there's a certain thing, and I was going to go with Clark Kent, but then it occurred to me that Spaceman Spiff, not only would it play to my audience, but also there's a certain amount of imagination that only Calvin goes through in the Spaceman Spiff experience. And I'm beginning to think there's a certain amount of imagination in Matt Wieters that only the Orioles go through when we think about how this gentleman should and Hmm. is actually being out there in the world. There was a lot of talk about Matt Wieters leaving and signing with the Yankees for many, many millions of dollars. The reason why he re-signed with the Orioles this year? Because that was the best offer he was going to (laughs) get. Because it's only us... Orioles fans who have deluded ourselves into believing that Spaceman Spiff is out there when, in fact, it's really just Calvin. I feel like Spaceman Spiff has been submitted in the past. Oh, really? I feel Space like it Man has. Whiff. Chris oh Davis. I think it was Spaceman Whiff. Chris Davis. Am I the only one who listens to these shows? <laughs> so it was Spaceman Whiff? Yeah. yeah. Chris uh, Davis. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, well, then I guess it's fair. Fair play. <laughs> fair play. I would like to point out, I probably said this last year. I'll say it again, just in case anyone's changed their mind. Were I to ever have a hip-hop career, yeah. my MC name would be Spaceman Spliff. It's good. Apropos of nothing. <laughs> that could very well be the theme of this show. 
<laughs> Baltimore hunts. Apropos of nothing. Apropos of nothing. Uh, chaff. <laughs> chaff is my submission. Okay. Uh, Matt Weeder's last name makes one think of wheat. We like to say we try to separate the wheat, a.k.a. the quality, from the chaff, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. the disposable uh, stuff that is not going to serve very much purpose for us. And whereas we, to continue with the themes, Alan Smith espoused in his far more eloquent uh, ex- explanation of his nickname. <laughs> I think we've learned over the years that whereas we hoped Matt Wieters was wheat, it has instead <laughs> turned out that he is chaff. Well, he is five for his last eight, so maybe he's coming around. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we hoped for over the years with Matt Wieters. A good week every once in a while. This is the hardest part of my job. <laughs> When I go home at nights and I drink my double whiskey and my wife, who's a successful PR professional in Manhattan, looks and says, what's wrong, honey? And I say, you wouldn't understand. It's, um, I imagine this is what real judges go through when they sentence 15-year-olds to triple murder charges. Uh, the Matt Weeders one is just never fun. It's just a cesspool of yeah. disappointment and broken feelings. Also, I would like to say, not only do I remember Spaceman Whiff was Chris Davis, I even almost remember your explanation. Why am I carrying this team? My shoulders hurt from carrying you mooks to glory. Ugh. Um, <laughs> My shoulders hurt from carrying you mooks to glory. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> That's the tagline like... for the Judge Marco TV show. Uh, uh, since we introduced algebra earlier, I'm ruling this undefined. This is dividing not by zero, but trying to divide into zero. This is undefined. Hey, uh, good on us for Spaceman Whiff for Chris Davis last year. Yeah. I don't, it I didn't don't win. It, but... it didn't win. It didn't no. win? No. The Bible Belcher won every single year. Yeah. Oh, right. Because that's right, the best right. nickname. Yeah. 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 Hat right. tip, Jen Adams. Uh, Spaceman Whiff is great because then you could also say um, Whiffster Robin. I, did, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit this out of the podcast. Never mind. Winnie the Boo. <laughs> well, now I have to leave it in. Yeah. Here come to judge. <laughs> hey, look who's next on the list. It's Chris Davis. <laughs> well, the Bible Belt there is clearly the correct first nickname for Chris Davis. All hail. Um, but my nickname for him uh, this year is Zika. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Do tell. Recently, Sam and I were watching a baseball game together, and we were remarking on Chris Davis and uh, other jobs that he could have if he was not hitting <laughs> series of towering home runs uh-huh. uh, over the Orioles scoreboard. What do you talk about with your bay? <laughs> <laughs> and we realized that he was probably not destined to a life of science, or uh, he's not a man of letters. And in fact, most likely, most likely, if Chris Davis were not hitting titanic home runs, he would be a Christian missionary Mm -hmm. uh, serving in parts of the world, which just recently, for the first time, allowed women to wear pants. (laughs) Why, you might ask? Because the Zika virus and the chances that the uh, mosquitoes would get up under the skirt. (laughs) So... This is true. The Mormon mission has just allowed uh, women who are on their Mormon mission to the parts of the world that might contain the Zika virus to wear pants for the first time. Zika. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. 
uh, uh, church <laughs> gets to the heart of the matter of yeah. the Chris Davis thing, which is basically the subtext of what we're saying when we make these biblical references with him. But also, much like church and the religion that underpins it, and I'm not singling out any particular religion here, although I believe it is only the Christian religions <laughs> that refer to the house of worship as a church. Sure. Generally, I could be off base on that. Insert extended theological <laughs> sidebar here. Uh, Apropos of nothing. Chris Davis is built like a church. <laughs> solid. Rock solid. With a steeple. With a steeple. <laughs> the church is a place that we go when we feel lost. Not because we think that the church is going to solve all of our problems, but because every once in a while, if we believe hard enough, a miracle occurs. <laughs> Chris Davis, when he appears at home plate, does not look good. He does not have a plan. He's put his faith in the Lord. He puts his faith in the Lord. That if he swings that mighty baseball... Testify, bat, Sam! Testify! In the general direction mm-hmm. of the approaching sphere. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. Perhaps contact will be made and perhaps that sphere will soar with a holy arc. Hallelujah! Towards greener pastures beyond the fences of our ability to comprehend as humans. And into that great beyond where glory is found. <laughs> Chris Davis, in this way, <laughs> is like church. And therefore we call him church. <laughs> we're, not, we're not very complicated here. Church Davis. <laughs> I'm going to have to be ruling in tongues. <laughs> um, that was my Robert Duvall impression. Uh, yeah. It was fun, but I feel you were just pageantry, whereas with Alan, I actually learned something. So, Zika. <laughs> Knowledge. Yay. Mm. Mm. Mr. F. Okay. Wait, hold on. Are we like, we're close to halfway through? Uh, I hope so. We're, we're, we're past halfway. We're past halfway through. All right. I mean, there was a Prince reference and we're, Bob Dylan. Mm. You guys still aren't bringing the 90s. Oh, don't worry. Don't okay. worry. Right. Wait till the outfield. Exciting. Okay. <laughs> Judge Marco, I would say, looking disillusioned, <laughs> sad, um, perhaps having some questions about why he decided to spend his Saturday night doing this. Mm-hmm. But don't worry. We're going to turn that frown upside down. <laughs> All right. All right. However, not on this particular <laughs> round. Okay. No. All right. Because, no. uh, Alan Smith, remind me of your submission for Giovanni Gallardo. <laughs> That's literally what I was going to submit for Ryan Flaherty. <laughs> Although it was going to be, the intonation was going to be slightly different. It was going to be, <sighs> it wasn't tied to any particular consonant, you see. No. Yeah. And the reason for that is, well, I don't have to explain that. <laughs> no, that stands on its own. Oh, Ryan Flaherty's up. <sighs> <laughs> Minimalist. I like it. Yep, yep, okay. 
Um, I'm sick of trying to come up with clever, fun justifications and rationales for Ryan Flaherty. It's just a persistent presence in my life that I have to live with. Flaherty cat. Flaherty cat, uh, Mr. F. I mean, I, this is this is the first time in this proceedings that I'm, I, I feel like uh, Trump really influenced my decision-making factor because <laughs> I went with Try and Ryan, um, mm. which is, of course, Trump's nickname style, which is to take a slightly alliterative word, tack it essentially nonsensically in front of a previous <laughs> word and just let it stay there. I'm but trying, suddenly... he's trying hard, but he's trying all of our patiences in a way that is just unacceptable at this point. <laughs> I'm suddenly coming to terms with Donald Trump's appeal because <laughs> it may not be, as you said, uh, you know, the most imaginative way of constructing a nickname, but damn, if it doesn't <laughs> capture the man. It does. It does. It's, I mean, it's, it's sad. It's sad. Sam, I can't figure out if your guttural sound is genius or lazy. <laughs> if it's lazy, Story well, then my you're, life. well, then you're just flim flam Sam the way you're trying to get one over on me. <laughs> but I like the minimalism. You know what? Sometimes like in a movie, you don't need to write clever dialogue. You just got to cut to a character and watch him go. Eh. So I'm going to go with. Eh. That's good. That's good. That was country music. Three chords and the truth. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Manny Machado. Madonna. Oh. This is promising. Oh, that's I'm very a, good. I look forward to this. There's a lot here. There's a lot to yeah, unpack. Oh, good. Yeah. Let's unpack. First of all, it's pretty clear at this point that Manny is a single namer. He, he, he's, he's earned the status. He's a top three player in baseball. He is putting up crazy numbers. And as long as he can stay healthy, he seems to be able to play a competent third base. Uh, excuse me, a fantastic third base and a fantastic shortstop, and he intermingles between the two diff- most difficult defensive positions to play in the game. So I believe he has achieved the Madonna, uh, and and o- o- only a very few other people have achieved this status where their first name allows them to be, without a last name, without any context, known. Mm. Um, I also, of course, think that the holy, uh, the holy reference is very clear here, the Madonna, uh, which is the uh, – I mean, I'm, not, I'm not super up on all of my theology. I'm no Chris Davis here. But uh, <laughs> as, as, a, as a person to pray to, I don't think you get a lot better than Manny. That's real good. That's real good. I like that a lot. Uh, guff alert. Bailiff, get your taser ready. <laughs> I'm sensing guff. Um, all right. Here it comes. <laughs> Flow. Flow. I mean, wait, Manny has flow. It's true. I don't really have an explanation for it. <laughs> he makes baseball look so easy. Flow. True blue, Alan Smith. True blue. Madonna. <laughs> yeah, that one was better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Jonathan Scope. Butterfly. Woo! So, uh... Observers of the current Baltimore Orioles team know that Jonathan Scope is a uh, does a lot of things 
pretty well. But the thing that he is clearly the best at is the complicated handshake that he and Manny engage in every <laughs> single time anything good happens uh, coming in or out of the dugout. Jonathan's handshakes have gotten more and more complicated. They clearly enjoy the entire process, and they really love each other's interactions. Um, the best of all of the complicated handshakes I've seen so far ended up with the two of them, and this is not going to totally work over the podcast, joining their thumbs together, both of them looking away as a butterfly fluttered up and out of the dugout. So butterfly is my submission for Jonathan Scope. Very good. Judge Merrick Garland. <laughs> Pandering to the judicial presence uh-huh. in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> Jonathan Scope's last name... Uh, includes the sound ope, which made me think of having an open mind and an open heart. (laughs) (laughs) Merrick B. Garland doesn't exactly set one's heart aflame (laughs) when you look at his judicial record. However, if you have a little faith in the circumstances that have led to his nomination, there's a way in which it's kind of brilliant. Jonathan Scope does not necessarily present as an elite force in the lineup. But if you think about the particular (laughs) niche that he fills on this particular Orioles team, it doesn't bode well for his long-term career. But that's neither here nor there. You realize that it's kind of brilliant. That's why I think we should call Jonathan Scope (laughs) Judge Merrick Garland. That's fun to say oh, at your boy. TV screen. <laughs> Couple brewskis in. Attaboy, Manny! Oh. Ooh, here comes my boy, <laughs> Judge Merrick B. Garland. That's quite a reach, Christina Ricci. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alan, what was yours? <laughs> Butterfly, but it's better than Garland. So. <laughs> it's clearly better than Garland. Also, a uh, way to point out that while we are in a dire time for nicknames, uh, a great time for handshakes. Great time for handshakes. Mm. Handshakes it's, it's, are, it's a There's top, some great work being done out there. Top of it. Top of the heap. Also, I choose to think that uh, Alan Smith was uh, uh, giving me a reference to uh, Butterfly by Crazy Town. 90s. What? <laughs> You're my butterfly, yep. sugar, baby. baby. There you go. All right. Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Bones. You're going, I feel very, like, one word, one syllable. You're kind of... I'm trying to, I'm trying that, to, I'm trying to work on shoutability. All right. Because for me, it's either overly simplistic shoutability or, you know, Merrick Garland. <laughs> no um, in between. <laughs> you are a man of extremes. Uh... Oh, no, did I say Joan, uh, Bones? I meant groans. <laughs> <laughs> we have the, the rare mid-explanation switch. I'm so sorry. I, I, I have here in my notebook uh, the word bones crossed out and replaced with groans. Is that part Oh, did of I the say nickname? groans? I meant drones! <laughs> is this part of the nickname, or is this... Uh... No, no, no. Groans. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're, not, we're not evolving from bones to groans mid-shout or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice but hit. Groans! groans. Not, no, 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 groans! <laughs> what? Oh, what's that? A knock at the door? Oh, it's Adam Jones himself! 
<laughs> Shouldn't you be in Anaheim? Oh, my. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. What's happening? Uh, groans. Adam Adam Jones. Adam, more like Adam groans. Am I right? Stop. Are we resorting to bad dad jokes at this point of the nickname? Why, yes, we are. Is it because he's having a bad year? That's I, it? I just can't think. I mean, it, when Adam Adam Jones can be so great, and then sometimes he does something that is so, so confoundingly counter to the idea that he is a quality Major League Baseball player, like swinging at a pitch that, like before it's left the pitcher's hand. Mm-hmm. That you 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 just groan and it, it, like it hurts a little bit. You're it, it's like someone has wounded you. Plus groans rhymes with Jones. Okay, over to you, Smith. <laughs> uh, I actually went along a similar line, um, and both of these nicknames should. I mean, it should be clear that Adam Jones is still an all-star center fielder and someone who I think will eventually lead the Orioles to a World Series. I went with sabotage um, for a couple of reasons. First of all, the Adam. Uh, Adam reference, of course, to Adam Yoke and the sort of like Beastie Boys thing, but sabotage, guiltless uh, panderer off the 1994 tra- uh, Ill Communications album. Um, but I think that Adam Jones continues to find ways to sabotage his otherwise uh, exemplary career, and it's weird to me that he he has not quite put together that one MVP type season that we think he's capable of because it's either. The rib, or it's the long, uh, you know, month and a half when he can't figure out where the slider is going, or it's running into a wall too hard, or there's always something that he's doing to take himself off from down from super duper star to just a superstar. I don't like either of these. Mm. Really? Do we have any audience? Immune to Twitter the Beastie things? Boys pandering. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. If you're gonna, br- it's such an automatic, and yet that it doesn't work. Yeah. Wow, you guys! No, justice really is blind. That's true. <laughs> Any Twitter su- suggestions? I mean, there's suggestions? a lot of names for Mr. Jones. Look, we're uh, all very upset about Adam Jones right now, Nick. Okay, <laughs> we can't really be concern ourselves with all this fucking cleverness, you know, because the man is the cornerstone of our team, and he's sucking right now. Okay, M- mistrial. <laughs> <laughs> there, that's his nickname. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. Adam bombs are what he hits when he hits home runs. That's we good. Have, we have a lot of we have sure, a lot of good sure. names for him, but just I, not, I honestly, just not I, tonight. I actually think that the mayor of Baltimore is a pretty good nickname. Uh, for Adam it's a good nickname. Yeah, I don't remember what we picked last year. To be honest, neither do I. There's one of the few either. I don't remember. Maybe I don't it might have been the mayor of Baltimore. I don't. I don't, I don't no. think so. That that's a little. There's not enough bullshit in that. For yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Instead of thinking of what we called him, does anybody like happen to remember of any like 13th century uh, French Gauls versus Moors oh, battles? I'm it here. Uh, Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Yes, is what we that's, that's, that's what he was. And if you want to know why, you can listen to the entire seven minute and forty nine second explanation from the 2015 audit. <laughs> Baltimore on where the explanations for the nicknames are sometimes as long as most podcasts should be. <laughs> Hyunsu Kim. Oh, this guy. should be good. New yeah, guy. go for it. Don't get fired. Mission Kim Possible. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, is there a real need to explain that one? No. Uh, Mission Kim Possible. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Grindhouse. Um... <laughs> For a series of reasons, uh, 
Kim is hitting, I believe, north of 300 without actually hitting the ball hard enough to get it out of the infield most of the time. <laughs> he's he's working. He's working hard. He's grinding out at bats. He's getting walks. He's going first to third on a bloop single. He is grinding right now. He had a lot more. We, we thought he was going to be more than what he is right now. He's riding the pine a lot. So we got Grindhouse, also with a little bit of that like slightly creepy Tarantino-based Orientalism. <laughs> Grindhouse is, of course, the name of his double feature. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like you shot yourself in the foot there at the end, Smith. <laughs> I actually really like both of these. What a nice rebound from the Adam Jones debacle to where we have debacle. two good nicknames. You know, come to think of it, debacle would have been a good Adam Jones nickname. <laughs> for, for, for 2016. Too strong, too strong. Too strong, yeah. Michigan, uh, both good. Um, huh. That's James Bond. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> withdrawn. Withdrawn. <laughs> um. Diddy bomb. There you go. Still James Bond. Still no, James Bond. No, you're right. right? No, 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 you're doing James Bond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's tough because I don't want to give it to you because it's so cheap. Not cheap. Solid. It's solid. It's our first wordplay in a while. It is. And it's good. Okay, Mission Compossible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Nolan Reimold. I'm going to go with Six Shooter. Um, Nolan Reimold has six children. And Ooh. every year <laughs> when he heads off to hopefully once again make it into the major leagues, his kids hold up the most adorable and... I find most heartbreaking signs rooting their father on to another year where he just can't quite seem to stay in the lineup. <laughs> That's very sad. Uh, pretzel. 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 I'm going to be 100% honest with you. <laughs> bad, bad idea. I, I recommend for, against I, it. I kind of forget why I picked pretzel. Oh. Well, let's 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 backwards create it. What do we know about a pretzel? They're delicious. What they're baked bread. Baby? They're salted. Oh, no, I remember. German. I remember. I remember. Okay. I remember. Not fan, uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and posit a guess here. They are the third favorite of Sam Damon's bar foods. <laughs> How dare you? They are fourth. <laughs> um, uh, rye mold. Oh, rolled gold. Pretzels. Uh, no, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> Nolan Reimold. Nolan Reimold gold pretzels. Do, 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 do. Wait a minute. Why do you even have this book that also, looks like Anne Frank's diary when you're just spewing out nonsense most of the time? This is a fake prop. No, look, look. It says pretzel right there. That's your ninth grade English comp notes. That's not, has nothing to do with this. It says pretzel. Uh, you know, also... The pretzel is a serviceable snack food, as I said. <laughs> Number fourth, occasionally third, in the Sam Dingman bar food uh, uh, pantheon. Uh, fourth, Nolan occasionally Rimmel, third, serviceable <laughs> fourth outfielder. Okay, thank you, thank you. Choose pretzel. Let's keep this thing. No, rolling. no, pretzel. First of all, is much higher than a serviceable snack food. Pretzels in the all-star, possibly elite <laughs> level of snack food. So tastes no. great, less filling. <laughs> You know, I, I, I sometimes judges have to within their band of sentencing they, they go extra harsh to to set a precedent. <laughs> I, 
need to, because you're not listening to my no guff policy. There's so much guff coming from you. Ugh. The answer is six shooter, which had everything: pathos, children, family, a good story. You learn from him. I want you to learn from him. I think Smith we are is wiping the floor with we me. We're really struggling into the final leg here. <laughs> okay, pick oh. it up. We're gonna put you down. So Joey Joey Rickard, <laughs> who is the next man on oh, the list. Oh, new guy, new guy, and uh, uh, much debated on Twitter what Joey Rickard's nickname should be because he's a new guy. He's the top of our lineup. He's a he's a he's a Rule Five draft pick. Uh, came out of nowhere. And uh, lots of submissions from the Twitter sphere, including G.I. Joey, uh, mm-hmm. Captain Jean-Luc Ricard. Oh, fun. Um, oh, the, the, good. the Rickyard yeah. 500. <laughs> um, so we have a lot of very solid options. Okay. And I think we really good need work, to put... whoever came up with those. Yeah. Those are all Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> At Godzilla. I, I suppose that's, <laughs> Big that's, that's not surprising. No, he's a genius. Um, but I'm going to put uh, the unsinkable... Joey Ricard. Now, uh, it's, of course, a reference to the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And Joey Rickard constantly looks like he just came out of a bunker. <laughs> I was hoping you said that, like, that's his actual life. Like, he emerged and was a great baseball player well, somehow. But that's exactly what happened. He came out from absolutely nowhere. No one saw this coming. He was somewhere in the middle of the Tampa Bay Rays organization. They put him on a list of, like... Coachable players came out of, out of nowhere. He just led off last night with a home run, keeping those Twitter trolls who are suggesting he's not living up to the statistical metrics he should be a little bit quieter for a second. Made some amazing plays all over the place. Plus, it's really fun every time he leads off an inning with a walk or a single to say, They're alive, damn it! <laughs> Which is the next line in the Unsinkable Kimmy Schmidt song. <laughs> Um, Sinatra. Interesting. Old blue eyes, huh? For one thing, there's a distinct physical resemblance. Mm. Uh, I'll be the judge of this. <laughs> Carry on. Distinct? <laughs> For another thing, when Frank Sinatra was coming up as a crooner, there were a lot of people who doubted his advanced singing metrics. <laughs> I would like to see chapter reverse on that citation. <laughs> He's a little too smooth, they said. Oh. His delivery is a little bit uh, passionless. What's he, what's he going for here? These are many of the criticisms that are leveled at <laughs> the unsinkable Joey Rickard, which I'm subtly acknowledging <laughs> as the superior nickname. <laughs> and yet, and yet... It seems pretty likely to me that over the long term, Joey Rickard will be thought of as the standard by which left fielders are judged, <laughs> much the way singers are judged <laughs> against Frank Sinatra. That, that sound you're hearing in the background is, is deep skepticism on the part of our judge as to whether there is actually a physical resemblance. Yeah, it looks, looks more like Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> That was awful, and you somehow managed to offend me as a half Italian American because you apparently think all paisans look alike. Oops, <laughs> did not realize. Um, uh, also, uh, yeah, how much fun is it? Just at random times, unsinkable. Yep, so much fun. Yep. Um, oh, oh, and also, uh, what, what, what position does he currently play? 
He's a he's a left field, of, right field. Yeah. Okay, so left as field. they move him around the the infield, or if they finally settle in, or if they need him to like learn a new bit, say, yeah, um, that's gonna be a fascinating transition. Oh, <laughs> damn it! They're <laughs> <laughs> alive, damn it! <laughs> listen, listen. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Remarkably insightful and hilarious commentary on uh, American disaster media and mis- uh, misunderstanding of the long-term effects of trauma or glib exploiter of intense life events for disposable laughs. Uh, neither. I would say neither. Ooh. I don't. I don't think there's anything revel. I don't think it's you know pointing out or ugly. So there's nothing deep about it. But I I I, I don't want to say I don't find it offensive because I've never been in a bunker. Maybe I would, but I don't. I don't get either. I just think it's a pretty well written comedy. Again, I'm not dismissing. Maybe you're you're better reading into the show than me. But I I don't get either. Alan. Uh, yeah, I I think I think maybe a little bit more toward the former <laughs> than the latter. I I give the writers of the show a lot of. Um, cred already coming in knowing what the other things that they've worked on and other things that they've done but it does seem like they usually tend toward the comedy over the commentary is this a nickname no i'm just trying to make up for some recent stinker submissions <laughs> that i have that i have put in okay. by introducing uh a little bit of uh high-minded cultural oh, commentary sure into the room sorry about that everyone. what's your name for mark trumbo nonsense <laughs> nonsense a little bit of that trumbo jumbo, a little bit of that mumbo jumbo. It is nonsense how well he's hitting right now. It's true. Makes no goddamn sense. Nonsense. Attaboy, nonsense! <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's going to be even shorter. <laughs> Hodor. <laughs> <laughs> Hodor? Hodor. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. You have not seen Game, Door. You have not seen Game of Thrones, so this is not going to mean a lot oh, to you. Oh, God damn it. You like, but, can't, you're not allowed to live in this country if you haven't seen Game of Thrones. I, I, I think you should check your papers. Every, you might have gotten them revoked. Every goddamn day, somebody comes in with some some Hodor, some... <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep going. Daenerys... Uh, Dar Dar Darjeeling. I was rooting for you. Some 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 Peter. Please Peter, say something from Star Trek or something like that. <laughs> some Peter Dinklage English breakfast tea. What what are we talking about? What I mean, Hodor. H- H- Hodor is a large large man who uh, doesn't seem to be through some combination of trauma or previous activity. Can only say one word, which is his name, Hodor. Uh, and otherwise, he is just a very strong, large man. So, did George R. R. Martin steal that from Guardians of the Galaxy, or the other way around? Hmm, it sounds like kind of a Groot it's, thing. To it's, me. it's 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 got it's got some got a certain amount of Grootness to it. See, I know culture stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you are you intentionally holding out for a reason? Like you don't want to read the books or watch the show, or you just haven't got around to it, or it just doesn't interest you? On Game of Thrones, yeah. I, uh, I, 
That is going to bring it down. <laughs> it's going to bring it way down. You don't have to answer on the air. We suffi- can talk off Suffice it to say that uh, while I recognize that there are a variety of opinions about this, there's a lot of intense uh, sexual trauma that happens in that show that, cho- I, for me, choosing to spend time in that headspace, uh, I have not been able to bring myself to do it. Sure. Oops, brought it down. Damn it. <laughs> Well, uh, that means we need Pedro Alvarez to save us, because <laughs> he's the last guy on the list. Well, good thing I've got a real corker of a submission <laughs> for Pedro Alvarez. Mm-hmm. All right, go for it. Real corker, huh? Ready? Ready? Finish strong. Morse code. Now, 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 now. What does Dan Duquette have a proud tradition of doing? Scrap heap? <laughs> Scrap heap acquisitions of guys who hit for significant power in the past and may or may not be able to do it in their current incarnation. But maybe, just maybe, they'll be able to rediscover that stroke. What to date is the most colossal failure of that strategy? Michael Morse. Michael Morse. Acquired. Now, didn't ultimately end up uh, having a terrible impact on the team. (laughs) <laughs> but uh boy was he bad <laughs> no wait excuse me yes it did that was 2013 yeah no he was terrible and he came on at a time we needed a little bump to get us into the playoffs yeah and he failed so uh i like morse code because of the allusion to the dan duquette strategy which one might refer to as morse code now morse code consists of dots and dashes And Pedro Alvarez, so far, instead of hitting the moonshot home runs that he was brought in to hit, has mostly dotted the ball off the end of the bat (laughs) and then dashed towards first base, (laughs) not (laughs) arriving in time to be called safe. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) Morse code! Uh, I'm going with, uh, with Donovan. Uh, to referencing the I'm just ridiculous saffron. Nope. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was hoping. Okay. I'm I'm in fact referencing nothing musical. Uh, only the advertisement where Landon Donovan is perpetually on the bench, unable to get into the soccer game. Uh, if you've watched any sports recently, you've seen this ad sort of played constantly. Uh, Landon Donovan, and it's for a quick pay Wachovia Bank app or Bank of America app, something like that. Anyway. The moral of the story is that Pedro Alvarez is great when he's in the DH role, but every time he jogs out on the field, someone needs to be like, nope, nope, you sit back down, Donovan, sit back down. <laughs> I don't want him on the field ever because it's terrifying and really depressing. <laughs> I like having a, uh, a name for a system failure going forward. I like how you can call this strategy the Morse code. So, yes. Morse code. All right. Kaboom! Now, I am going to submit, Smith, that uh, there is one person who we did not apply a nickname to mm. because he's currently on the disabled list and therefore not on the 25-man roster. But we missed somebody who we were going to do instead. More importantly, why are you applying for extra credit when you couldn't even answer the normal questions in a satisfactory <laughs> manner? That's, well, I think uh, this, is what's known as a, extra credit. <laughs> this is what's known as a Hail Mary in football. Okay. I don't know if you guys are up on the latest <laughs> sports jargon. Um, J.J. Hardy. I what feel about Paul? I feel Paul. Oh, of course, Paul 
Paul. Paul Janish. Paul Janish. Our erstwhile... J.J. Hardy. Third baseman or shortstop. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. 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 Mm-hmm. What does the word erstwhile actually mean? <laughs> Hard to say. Because I always interpret it to mean someone who, like Ryan Flaherty, I would say is the physical embodiment of the word erstwhile. <laughs> like, I'm still here, even though I don't really have any reason to be. Erstwhile. Anyway. Mm. Paul Janish. Are you ready? Okay. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Attaboy, Boo. Here's, here's where I got boo from for Paul Janish. Question. What Orioles player is the most likely to make you shout at the screen, Booyah! Paul Janish, when he somehow hits a walk-off home run. That's the least likely thing in American history, I'm going to go ahead and say. <laughs> what are you more likely to say when Paul Janish boo. is up at bat? Boo. <laughs> Boo, have you ever held a bat before, you monster? <laughs> now, what are you most likely to say when Paul Janish makes one of his typically excellent defensive plays? That's my boo. That's my boo, Paul Janish. Also, very attractive, Paul Janish. Is he? I think so. Square yeah. jaw, you know? Kind of a kind of a judging by your Joey Ricard Frank Sinatra, I expect him to look like he got hit in the face with a brick. <laughs> <laughs> now when I look him up. <laughs> Do you concur, Alan Smith? Handsome fella? Ah, he says I. Okay. Can I tell you the definition of erstwhile? Yes, please. Okay. Is it a picture of Ryan Flaherty? No. <laughs> I'm sorry, your phone appears to be melting. <laughs> uh, in the past, uh, unknown to each other. For example, there's now a store where erstwhile lay green and pleasant pastures. Hmm. What a lovely word. It is, yeah. Start <laughs> using been, erstwhile I've been more. been using it wrong for 34 years. <laughs> is that going to be the name of this? Well, I guess it's got to be the 2016 nickname on it. Too bad. Too bad. We like erstwhile. Erstwhile, not as good for the old SEO. <laughs> oh, right. Which I learned about from listening to you guys talk to my class. I'd never heard that before. <laughs> Do you know what that stands for, Alan? Uh, search engine optimization. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I'm going to say... Canvas. <laughs> That's my nickname for Paul Janish. Mm. Canvas. Not only is Canvas the closest we come in the English language to an actual slant rhyme with Janish, which is hard to find, <laughs> but, but also he is uh, white, sturdy, bland, mm. and, uh, you know... You can use it in a pinch in almost any situation. <laughs> kind of like Old Bay seasoning. Yep. Sprinkles. <laughs> He's no. If, if I was ranking the 25-man roster, I don't think this guy would even be in the top half of good-looking Orioles. Really? This guy? <laughs> I could Just from the Orioles I know, Weeders is better looking. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Come on. That is... He's not a good... Right? I mean, you know, what's your type? <laughs> Dudes who don't look like they sell propane. I like a. I don't know. I like a. I He's like got a, that lip of like. I like a know, small mouthed fella. All right. Propane I, is that? I'm sorry name? if you're listening, Mr. Janish. I don't. I don't like taking personal shots. I just want to say, were we 19th century poets, we would rhyme Janish with Danish, 
and then go drink some absinthe and <laughs> have visions. sex with many women. Uh, that last part is unrelated to the rhyme bit. Uh, but there is a visual rhyme to be made uh, between Danish and Janish, which is why 19th century poetry is, of course, uh, bullshit. <laughs> I, I didn't want to give this to Boo because I thought it was too, too on the button and naming a player after the very gesture that normally accompanies them. But... You can't go wrong with the fact that you can bring in one of the great Simpsons lines, which is, no, sir, they're saying boo earns. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer is boo. <laughs> boo Yanish. Booyah. Boo Yanish. Mm. Um, Smith, would you be willing to submit something for J.J. Hardy just because he's... Inspector Soulpatch. Inspector Soulpatch. Mm-hmm. Inspector Soulpatch is good. I don't have anything prepared. Uh, what do you got? Future manager of the year. Huh. <laughs> Bold. I think I think JJ Hardy will be the manager of the Baltimore Orioles in, in 2024. Years. Really? Yep. Why? Because uh, I think he's beloved. Isn't that Brian Roberts' job? You don't want Brian Roberts managing your team now, do you? <laughs> I don't know. Did you hear him doing color commentary recently? <laughs> yeah, he was great. Woo! <laughs> we are going to have a disagreement, sir. <laughs> we are going to have a disagreement. Uh, he was just saving it for the clubhouse. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like J.J. Uh, Hardy uh, is going to follow like a B.J. Surhoff sort of track within mm. the organization where he's a guy who comes to the Orioles a little bit late in his career, has some success, eventually injuries kind of wind things down, but everybody likes his, his baseball mind, mm-hmm. and he ends up uh, becoming a good soldier in the minor leagues, becoming like a roving talent evaluator, perhaps a minor league uh, infl- infield instructor, something infield instructor. Something along those lines. And uh, eventually, and I do not hope for this day, but in the event that Buck Showalter decides, or perhaps has it decided for him, that he does not want to be a manager anymore, <laughs> they're like, you know who would be great? That J.J. Hardy. Players love him. Fans love him. Dan also, Duquette loves him. He also... Uh, Peter Angelos loves him. He's been remarkably unnicknameable over the years. It's true. They're, they're the, there's, of course, the walk-up introduction, the fans yelling the J and the J before Hardy. But that's not really a nickname. No, that's, that, that's just punctuated speech. It's just punctuating speech. Yeah. So he's he has he has mostly avoided a solid nickname throughout his years by, by being solid and unremarkable and uh, generally not giving us anything to work with. Indeed. Personality-wise. Indeed. Indeed. So, he's an even-keeled, close-to-the-vest sort of fellow, that J.J. Hardy. Well, Baltimoreans, <laughs> mm. we've reached the end. Uh, some would argue we reached the end hours ago <laughs> of the 2016 Baltimoreans nickname audit. I think we've actually brought this one in in record short time. Record short time, only three hours long. <laughs> uh, but if we got anything wrong, Baltimoreans, and I'm sure we did, hit us up at Bmorons and tell us what we should have nicknamed all of these people. And if we think it's better than ours, we'll retweet it. Also, if you'd like Judge Marco to uh, adjudicate your next any dispute. Disputes, any disagreements. <laughs> perhaps officiate your wedding. doesn't have to be sports. That's actually something Judge Marco can legally do. Correct. We mm. are, he and I are fellow members of the uh, Universal Life Church cloth. Mm. 
Yep, brothers, brothers of the cloth. Indeed, mm-hmm. indeed. I recently received uh, the annual newsletter, which I'm sure you did as well. <laughs> of course, uh, of course. Letting me know that um, my dues are. <laughs> I'm I'm in arrears. <laughs> Pay up. <laughs> the Lord waits for no man. Yes, yes. Uh, and closing thoughts, Judge Marco. How do you, how do you feel we did this year? Poor, mm. <laughs> poor. I am. Um, uh, I'm I'm weighing in my head the fact that I don't really have any power versus just my overwhelming urge to <laughs> lock you up somewhere or mm. sentence you to something, take away some of your civil rights. I'm like, what can I do? I wish I really feel like I should do something. I feel like uh, I just uh, I expect better. I, I just um, I, I'm not I'm I'm disappointed. I guess is the word I'm looking for. I'm disappointed. <laughs> He's not mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> just I'm disappointed. Just... <laughs> This point, I gave you every opportunity to succeed. Is, is is it me? Is it my? You know what? It's me. It's it's. I'm a bad judge. I'm I'm. I blame myself. I'm reminded of of Judge Lance Ito, in the OJ trial, who came into the courtroom, knowing that things were probably going to be intense and impassioned, but but believing deep down that he would be able to introduce some measure of rationality into the proceedings and instead the chaos and incompetence (laughs) overwhelmed him overwhelmed him he has yet to write a (laughs) tell-all (laughs) book now i'm just telling you guys facts i know about lancey (laughs) really did have a bunch of um hourglasses on his uh on his did anybody else watch people versus oj (laughs) no no what? Okay. To no, Alan was actually busy thinking up decent nicknames <laughs> during that time, so he was unavailable. Look, I may not have watched Game of Thrones <laughs> with with Hodop, <laughs> Hodop Chopra, or whoever <laughs> that character is. But I did. I did watch People vs. OJ, American Crime Story, and it was good. And I thought Cuba Gooding Jr. was good. Haters, Hodors. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm just artificially extending the episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. As always, uh, sorry we waited until the end of May to get this out. <laughs> and who knows when it'll be released. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> might be August by the time you're hearing right. this. I'll really try hard not to do that. Uh, thank you, as always, Judge Marco. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, uh, I'll sign off by saying that this session is adjourned. <laughs> Alan Smith, thank you as well. It's always a pleasure. Good work. Um, <laughs> Cut it through another one. <laughs> that was a Chris Tillman-esque performance. By <laughs> Chris Tillman? I don't know who that is. <laughs> I believe you mean champagne. <laughs> Alan. Yes, Sam. What do you call... Um, what do you call Henry Yerudia when he is sitting on the bus to... Double A, Bowie, uh-huh. having finally decided to report for his demotion. <laughs> he got demoted to Double A. He did. Oh. And uh, at first announced his extreme displeasure with the move mm. and said he wasn't going to report and then finally decided to report. Okay. What do you call him mm-hmm. when he's sitting on the bus headed to Bowie, listening to the formerly chart-topping hit Umbrella? on his iPhone earbuds.
I don't know. Henriana Yerudia. <laughs> Take out the A breathing tube. Re- re- remove the breathing tube. As next of kin, I'm calling this one. <laughs> <laughs> Baltimoreans is a member of the Baltimore Sports Report Network. Find, find more podcasts like this at baltimoresportsreport.com. <laughs>